From the University of Alberta Alumni Association, it's What the Job. I'm guest host Joyce Yu. It's really important to take care of yourself, uh, especially emotionally right now because of the, you know, this huge challenge we're facing. Um, and also recognize that you're not the only person who's facing this challenge. It's a pandemic. It's a global crisis. So a lot of people are probably in a similar situation where they've uh, lost employment or um, the potential of getting unemployment. Um, so there's a lot of um, things going on. In this mini episode, we talked to Chia from the Career Center about job loss and unemployment. She gives us advice on how to recognize and deal with the emotional impact of rejection and how to use various strategies to retain a sense of control and motivation during the job hunt. She also suggests ideas and resources that we can use to continue to develop professionally and how to reframe some beliefs when the job search isn't going as well as we'd like. So what's your name and what's your job? My name is Gia, and I'm a career coach as well as the team lead for the Transition to Career program at the U of A Career Center. Uh, so today is May 25th, and right now most of the world is in quarantine because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The pandemic has had a profound impact on the economy, and many people have lost their jobs, uh, internships have fallen through, and there are more people than ever looking for employment, and it's a really stressful time. Uh, what would you like to say to anybody who is feeling discouraged right now? Um, I would say uh, it's really important to take care of yourself, uh, especially emotionally mm -hmm. right now because of the, you know, this huge challenge we're facing. Mm -hmm. um, and also recognize that you're not the only person who's facing this challenge. It's a pandemic. It's a global crisis. So a lot of people are probably in a similar situation where they've uh, lost employment or um, the potential of getting unemployment. Um, so there's a lot of um, things going on. Aside from looking for work, what else should people be doing to um, increase their chances of employment in the future? Uh, to increase their chances in the future, I think, um, of course, it would be ideal if you can gain experience. But yeah. if you can't find paid employment mm -hmm. right now, that can be a little bit challenging. So thinking about alternatives, thinking about different ways that you can um, keep yourself and keep your um, skills relevant mm -hmm. um, and also you know stay active and productive also has a great benefit on your uh, well-being as well mm -hmm. and reaching out to people um, you know uh, looking at your network and, and thinking about who you can reach out to to build new relationships who may have been kind of dormant in your connections and then maybe it's time for you to refresh that connection mm -hmm. or have a closer look at who you are in touch with and then think about your goals and objectives in your career management and think, you know, who I should um, reach out to to ask for advice or what can I offer to those people um, mm -hmm. to help them through this crisis as well. Uh, do you have any tips for people who are trying to gain some experience, but right now it's a different landscape for how you would gain experience? So different ways or strategies that they can continue to build their experience? The definition of career at the Career Center is very broad. Mm -hmm. We consider all activities related to kind of leisure, um, learning, or uh, work-related as part of your career. Right. Um that's because, you know, doesn't matter if it's a hobby or if it's something you do on the side as a volunteer, 
you're still practicing a lot of the skills you have in those situations. Mm -hmm. So in this situation, if you can't secure a paid employment, um, thinking about these type of opportunities, like, you know, can you volunteer for an organization to help people out? Mm -hmm. uh, can you kind of go back to a hobby that you had or taking a courses online? Yeah. Uh, sorry, taking a course online or, you know, learning a new skill, um, which doesn't have to be um, something you gain from a paid employment. Right. Um, yeah. And also in general, going through life and gaining perspective, mm -hmm. um, gaining maturity also helps. Yes, um, definitely. For you to become more uh, competitive and more well-rounded person in the future because yeah. um, employers value a lot of that interpersonal capacity, the social skills, and yeah you know, having different perspectives, being able to um, be innovative and look at things in a different way, those are very valuable um, things to offer to employers in the future. Yeah. I really like uh, what you said about how everything that you do uh, is in service to experience and career. It's not, uh, it's not a straightforward line. It's quite broad. Is there anything that um, people might be doing even in terms of hobbies or... Um, you know, the COVID baking or the, uh, the things that people have been doing in quarantine that actually can actually help them? So I would recommend, um, you know, and there could be different scenarios. Uh, so each individual client can be facing a different situation. So I would highly encourage anyone uh, who have the resources or have the access to gain support from a career professional. Right. Um, and so those career professionals can give them like individualized feedback, or can be a bouncing, you know, uh, can be someone that they can bounce ideas off of, mm -hmm. uh, get some feedback. So um, that's one recommendation. And the other things I was going to talk about is that, you know, if you already have a goal in mind and you, you're quite passionate about that goal or a couple of different goals in your career, mm -hmm. um, and right now you're just kind of temporarily have to kind of deal with the situation right now, mm -hmm. I would say, you know, look at that goal that you have in mind, think about what kind of skills or experience will help um, support you to reach that goal in the future. And then using those skills as keywords to search for opportunities, right. whether it's volunteering or, you know, hobbies or whatever. Um, I think that we're in a we're in a bit of a uh, double whammy in terms of upcoming grads who who are convocating this spring, I almost said fall, <laughs> this spring yeah. where um, not only is there a global pandemic, but there's also a really tough economy right now in the province. Um, what would you, what kind of advice or encouragement would you give them um, in terms of looking for the next step, whether it's a career or an internship or even looking at experience where uh, the economy itself might not be very good? That's a, a good question and a quite a complex one. I would recommend people looking at, you know, what is within your control at this moment. Right. Um, we cannot control how the economy goes. We cannot control when the pandemic will be over. But can we control how we respond to these external factors? How do we um, work towards more productive use of time? Can mm -hmm. we um, focus on, you know, taking care of ourselves? Can we uh, be more strategic about using our financial resources? 
Right. Can we uh, focus on reaching out to people and resources that will support us in the future? Mm-hmm. So those are things we can we can have control over and we can work towards. Yeah, that's employment and uh, uncertainty can have a serious impact on a person's mental health, as you were saying, to really take care of yourselves. Um, are there any resources you'd like to make people aware of? Uh, yeah, so practicing self-compassion, for example, can be really helpful. And uh, I've been following uh, Dr. Kristen Neff's work, mm-hmm. and she has books, but also a website uh, website called selfcompassion.org. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that website, you can read about what self-compassion is, you know, s- different tools and strategies you can use to help practice self-compassion. That's great. It's interesting because we've been talking about convocation and how uh, no matter which convocation, grads are going in with a little bit of uh, anxiety and worry about what's next. That question of what's next is always mm-hmm. looming. Well, it definitely is a big change. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, there's this um, model of, you know, the, the curve of change mm-hmm. where it outlines the natural uh, steps that people take um, in order to deal with a significant change like that. And then yeah. sometimes they call it the five steps of grief as well, because right. change, you know, <laughs> whether it's uh, intentional change, planned change, or it's unexpected, we yeah. go through like, you know, emotions like denial, uh, shock at the beginning, denial, and then, you know, mm-hmm. um, anger, sometimes blaming sel- ourselves or blaming others. Mm-hmm. And then there's also doubt. And then we move towards acceptance. Right. And once we move towards acceptance, then that's when we can take more productive actions towards a, you know, a desired outcome or a more positive outcome. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you. I think a lot of people, especially new or recent grads, they're going to have to go through that. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's okay. Yes. Just you know, be, maybe um, give yourself some time to kind of get through that. Yeah. Um, and, there are some strategies you can use to help facilitate that process, mm-hmm. uh, but it's really, really important to be able to identify and um, validate those emotions. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And you can work with like a psychologist or an occupational therapist or work with a career coach to help facilitate that process. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, please don't assume that you're alone in this, that you can't ask for help. Asking for help is really, really important the advice that you gave was really great. And I really love the focus on being uh, kind to yourself and understanding that you're not alone in this, that everybody's facing the same thing. Are there any resources that you would recommend for people who are looking for a job, but but not able to find one? Uh, yeah, so I would recommend, again, working with a career professional, where you can get objective feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and because there may be, you know, many different reasons why you haven't been able to secure a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and given the circumstances, there's probably a whole lot more comp- competition out there. Right. So really honing in on the things that you can work towards to improve your chance of success uh, is going to be really helpful. Um, so some examples might be, you know, um, is there a good fit between the demand of your skills and qualifications in the market versus what you're looking at? Mm-hmm. Um, or do you need to further develop your skills or find new skills? And then um, you can also take a look at how effectively you're communicating about yourself in your job search. Mm-hmm. 
Is it because you need to uh, revise your application and make it more uh, targeted towards the job you want? Mm -hmm. Um, And also sometimes it could just be bad luck. So my colleague, yeah, yeah, my (laughs) colleague Justin and Christine had uh, written an article on the silver medalist syndrome and how to cope with, yeah, being the runner up in the work search. It's like you've done everything right. Mm-hmm. But it's just you, you're not getting that final offer. Yes. And I was uh, wanting yeah. to ask you um, what type yeah. of encouragement you would give people who are um, uh, struggling with that uh, silver medal syndrome, the runner up syndrome, where uh, they've done all the advice that you've given. They've uh, they've done all the right things, all the right steps, yet they even had the interviews, yet they're never the ones who are given the offer. Right. It's definitely a very tough situation to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, then, you know, I, I will probably just go back to the advice we talked um, at the beginning is like, yeah. you know, be patient and take care of yourself and then keep yourself active yeah. and productive. Um, and there are many strategies you can apply for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because if you let this kind of affect you negatively, then it's going to make things even worse, right? right? So that's very important to take care of yourself. Advice that you really want new grads to hear that um, about coping with job loss and not being able to find a job that you want to share that we haven't covered? Um, so sometimes when I work with clients, uh, depending on also where, you know, what kind of cultural background they, they have or mm-hmm. uh, what kind of upbringing they have, sometimes people would feel um, uncomfortable about asking for help right of course um yeah and then it sometimes it's about you know a feeling kind of um inferior in a in a sense like feeling okay if i need to ask for help that doesn't that must mean that i'm not good enough right or sometimes it's like oh i don't want to be a burden to other people Mm -hmm. um but i think in this uh in this time uh, when everybody is facing such a huge challenge it's really really important to know that you know ask for help and um be aware of what support is available to you i think uh so there on our website there's lots of resources available um there's also a web page that's specifically designated towards um uh posting resources about COVID 19 mm-hmm. uh, so you can definitely access those resources for free and then the career advising service is also free for students and new grads who are within the eight months period of time. Oh, wonderful. Um, Was there any other advice that you wanted to share in terms of looking for uh, work in this environment right now? Especially now, and probably more difficult to do so, but make it even more important, mm-hmm. is to uh, keep building and maintaining uh, professional relationships that will right. support your job search. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of my clients would say, oh, there's no point. Everybody is just staying home. I can't meet them for coffee. You know, mm-hmm. I reach out, them, uh, reach out to them online and they, wouldn't, they would not ever reply to me, et cetera. Right. So they lose hope on that and they just stop doing networking. Yeah. Uh, but I would highly encourage um, everyone to kind of still uh, maintaining those activities not just for, you know, increasing your chance of finding a job, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, reaching out to other people and uh, connecting and then sharing your experiences during the pandemic 
is also very important for your well-being. Right. Um, and you never know who knows who. So it's like we talk about the power of weak tie all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the weak ties are people you um, know, but not necessarily know very well of mm-hmm. or very close to. Uh, those are the people who would, you know, bring the most amount of new ideas and new connections to you. So, um, so there's there are multiple benefits of you know reaching still reaching out to people yes, and definitely. building connections. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank yeah. you so much for the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> thanks everyone for checking out this episode of What the Job. Special thanks to the Career Centre for sharing their expertise with us today. You can check out all of the services offered by the Career Centre for students and alumni at uab.ca slash cc. And remember, if you're looking for a way to connect with your UAlberta community for career advice, check out Switchboard at uab.ca slash sboard. It's free to use and a great tool no matter where you are in your career journey. For What the Job, I'm Joyce Yu. Thanks for listening.